you about the changes that are coming up i am moving to mornings beginning uh, february the 3rd that's a monday and i'll be on from 6 a until 9 a.m to get you to work on time and to get you started on all of the important topics for the day then gallagher will follow me up for a couple hours from 9 until 11 11 o'clock rush limbaugh comes on until 2 And then in the afternoon, it's going to be Sean Hannity, and he'll go until 5 p.m. It's one of the greatest lineups ever for conservative talk, and you get it right here at 1011 FM, The Answer. Speaking of conservatives and great Republicans, Liz Harrington joins us today. Hello, Liz. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Dave? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I have to admit, I'm going to I'm going to make an I'm going to make an admission to you. Yesterday, I don't know who that the lady was at about oh two fifteen who was talking for the Democrats, but I fell asleep for ten minutes. I did. I felt us. I'm sitting here hey, at hey, the you're mic. You're not alone. I mean, the few people who you know are suffering through this and choosing to, to put themselves through torture and watching this, I, I can't imagine you're alone in, in that regard. Well, I heard Laura Ingram fell asleep while she yeah. was up in the gallery. <laughs> I heard that too. On her I don't feel so bad. She, I ma'am, get, you can't sleep in. That's here. right. You can't sleep in here. It was one of the 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 guards up there in the gallery hit her on the knee and told her, "Wake up." <laughs> well, the poor senators that you're not allowed to have coffee. So how do no. you possibly stay awake? I mean, water and it's milk. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Yeah, it it is really a disaster. I, I played a piece uh, in the last hour with Jay Sekulow, one of my my buddies, and I I've had on I have had Jay on for years, and now of course he's at the highest pinnacles of power, basically. And uh, talking about quid pro quo, and he said, notice what's not in the articles of impeachment. Exactly. It's a, there's no quid pro quo there. No. Uh, maybe because they never proved it. No. Maybe because every single one of their star witnesses said, yeah, there was none. And, in fact, Ambassador Sondland said not a single person on the planet told him there was a quid pro quo yeah. between investigations and money. It is a complete farce. But, oh, why should that let that, that stop them? Oh, They've been sure. lying to us for over three years. I mean, here you have Adam Schiff still clamoring on about Russia and Vladimir Putin. And at the same time, I just saw across the news dial, oh, turns out at least two of the FISA warrants against Carter Page were illegal, mm-hmm. if not earlier. The audacity of these Democrats to accuse us of foreign meddling and election interference when they took the lies and the smears that were made up 
by Hillary Clinton's campaign in the DNC, and they used it to spy on Trump, and they used it to manufacture a phony investigation. You know what this ruling says in the FISA court also? It says any evidence garnered from those illegal surveillance warrants Invalid. Sure, it's inadmissible. Guess guess who was running that? Adam uh, uh, Wiseman, Andrew Wiseman, who's now an MSNBC contributor. Why can't we? Let's ask him. Let's cut away from impeachment, this charade, and let's ask him why'd you keep spying when you knew it was all a lie? Yeah, I get it. You know, Liz, I don't understand this. If if I were the owner of CNN, and I'm I'm trying to think what who who's behind them. But why, in God's name, would you continue to report the falsehoods that they report and the terrible, terrible ratings that they have? And they they can't be charging much for an ad now on CNN because nobody's watching. Right. Why oh, would you keep doing this? For business. They're so blinded. They're so blinded, though, Dave. They cannot see straight. If they would have just accepted what, like the rest of America, saw what happened November 8th, 2016, and, you know, a day later they started to go on with their lives. If they would have just done that that, like the rest of the country, they'd be in much better uh, shape politically. They wouldn't have had to resort to this baseless impeachment. Yeah. They could be on a good track to winning in 2020, but guess what? Not it's now. It's a disaster. It's a disaster, and you know why? You know, you know Adam Schiff says we can't this cannot be decided at the ballot box nope. because we cannot be assured the vote will be fairly won. And I guess he does have a point here because running against a guy who has created 7.3 million new jobs, lowest unemployment in 50 years, new trade deals that they said couldn't happen with China, renegotiated NAFTA, USMCA, new another promise fulfilled. ISIS caliphate gone, two top terrorists dead, Uh, the deregulation, the tax cuts, 187 judges, the list goes on and on. Uh, He's right. That's not fair. It's not fair to go against a guy who's that successful, who's proven them wrong again and again. He's got this booming economy. It's not fair. But that's what the Democrats have to run against. And is it any wonder why they're going for this baseless impeachment push? It's because they have nothing. They have no candidate that can take it to him. Nope. And they have no accomplishments either to go against President Trump. you got to love, Liz, that Nadler, who he got up there and started saying that the Senate was going to be do, uh, complicit in a cover-up. All he did was completely solidify the Republicans. I mean, Murkowski went nuts from Alaska on that. She was offended by that, as was Collins. And uh, they were the ones right. that I were worried about. And now I'm not worried about them at all. No, we're so unifo- unified. And you know what unifies our party so much? It's the strong leadership of President Trump. But also the deranged overreach and just appalling behavior by the Democrats. I mean, what they're doing to the Constitution, defining impeachment down to nothing, Mm -hmm. defining it down to a petty political dispute, a vendetta, a personal animus that they have towards not just President Trump, but all of us, the 63 million Americans that put in there. 
they are driven by this, and it has the reaction of just turning off anybody who might be in the middle, disaffected Democrats. I was looking at the data today uh, for a different interview. I was looking at eight, the last eight rallies, which all happened since September, yeah. so basically since this latest impeachment sham started. Guess how many the percentage of registered Democrats? Over 50 percent huh. now. Well, well, it's 24.8%. That's 25%. That's a quarter of the attendees. That's disaffected Democrats are showing up to support the president. You know why? Because Democrats have gone, they've totally lost it. They've gone overboard. They can do it to the president. They can do it to you. And it's downright scary. And it's insulting. And absolutely, our senators should be uh, appalled by the behavior of Jerry Nadler. It's completely inappropriate. They can turn the House into a circus and demean it and make themselves look like fools. But that's not going to happen in the Senate. And I'm glad that the Chief Justice uh, said something. I'm glad Susan Collins, Senator Collins, sent a note uh, being outraged by it because it should outrage us all. Well, and I agree. Look, I don't want to keep you very long because I know you've got a million other people who want to talk to you. But uh, when we were in Dallas uh, with the president, 26% of the people that were there, the 54,000-something people that were inside, uh, bottom line, uh, were Democrats. Now in Milwaukee, it was like 52%. It's amazing. It it is. You've got people who haven't voted in maybe, you know, most of the last four elections, maybe they voted in one. Uh, You got people coming off the sidelines and, you know, it's because it's, it's exactly because of what the president is doing and his message and the results. Just like this economy last quarter of last year, 74% of the new jobs created went to people outside of the labor force. Yep. So they weren't on unemployment, anything else. They had left. The Obama-Biden years were so bad they just given had given up. Guess what? They're back in. And just like people are getting engaged and working and feeling confident about the country again, they're getting engaged in politics again. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to see because we should be proud of our country. We should be happy to be Americans. And there's been no better time to go out and get a job in America. And we're celebrating that. And it, it's just been fantastic. It's a great American comeback. And it's it's all thanks to the election in 2016. It really is. And that's what the Democrats can't stand. We're doing so well. The country's doing so well. The sky didn't fall in. You know, all the doom and gloom, everything yep. they predicted, they've been wrong about. And they can't stand that President Trump and his policies are correct and they're working and we get the credit. Well, because Liz, our policies are better. I've talked to you about this before. This is a repeat of the Ronald Reagan years. This is a repeat of it. The same thing totally. happened then. The Reagan Democrats, the Reagan Revolution, yep. the party, they felt like their party had left them because they went too far to the left. It's the same thing with, with the radicals uh, just in the 60s and 70s. It's the same thing now. You have... Mm-hmm a fringe that's getting normalized with the Ocasio-Cortezes of the world and all of that nonsense, the Bernie Sanders. You know, when your front runner honeymoons in the Soviet Union, you start embracing all these socialist yep. policies. And it's turning off their party. The just hatred, the anger coming out of the Democrat Party, it's, it's turning people away. And you're absolutely right about that. It is a repeat. It's even better, I think, though. It, it's even bigger uh, because – 
we have we have so much so many more voices now. They don't have control over the whole uh, the media and everything else. They don't have they don't have that stranglehold everything over everything. And President Reagan never had a Republican Congress. We've been blessed to have a Republican Senate. Yep. We were blessed to have one right now. Uh, we had all bodies. We got to get the House back next year, and we have a great opportunity to do so uh, and just keep it going because there's so much more to do, and it, it's just. It's been amazing to be a part of it. Well, I'm with Jay Sekulow. They want to have the trial for the uh, Democrats to present their case. They want to present their case, and then they want the president to be acquitted. And we can all tell at that point, we can tell Pelosi, that's right, impeachment lasts forever, but so does acquittal. Right, exactly right. And the legacy will be far more important for us and far more it'll show and Mm -hmm. the history will not lie about this and Pelosi she should be worried about that she's trying to get she's doing her little fist bump she's handing out the pens she's you know really nasty in her oh he's impeached forever well she should think about her own legacy and what she's uh the path she's led her party down, because I don't think it'll look too kindly on her. I agree with you. Liz Harrington, great Republican, super conservative, but most of all, a great American. Thank you for the time today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Always good to be with you. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye now. Liz Harrington here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 20 after 3. Senator Tom Cotton coming up when we return. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.